This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 13th of December, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Glad to be back with you after a battle with double pneumonia. Very grateful to all of you who reached out with your concerns and prayers during this time. Well, we'll have sunny skies today, a high in the low 60s. Tonight, clouds increasing overnight with a slight chance of rain developing after 3 a.m., low down to 44. We've got a 30% chance of showers on Tuesday, our high 66. We'll continue that warm-up on Wednesday, high of 72 under cloudy skies. We'll have some gusty winds on Wednesday as well. And as you would expect with mild temperatures in December like that, Wednesday night looks like it could be stormy. We've got a 70% chance of rain and thunderstorms overnight, mostly cloudy skies and a low of 58. Thursday still stormy, but a little cooler. Temperatures remaining steady in the upper 50s. Right now, it's fair and 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. And we want to take time to send out congratulations to our employee of the day. It is Mandy Campbell with DNS Southern Catering and Cafe. Taking a look at obituary announcements this morning, Doris Marie Willis Brown, age 85, has died. She was of the Baptist faith, was employed by Crompton Mills for many years, and was a homemaker thereafter. She was very active in the Plummerville Senior Citizen Center. She is survived by her son, Wayne Brown of Locust Grove, daughters Marie Estep of Russellville, and Belinda Gordon of Mayflower. Four grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild, along with many nieces, nephews, and friends. Visitation will be Tuesday, December 14th at 1 p.m. at the Bob Neal & Sons Chapel in Moralton, followed by the funeral service for Doris Marie Willis-Brown at 2 o'clock that afternoon at the chapel. Burial will be at Plummerville Cemetery by Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Eulogy will be read by Rev. George Harris, and Rev. Rick Morrow will officiate the service. The family would like to extend a thank you to Dardanelle Nursing and Rehab. Cheryl Ann Olliger Duby, age 63, of Springfield, died on Wednesday, December 8th. She was a scheduler for almost 20 years at the Moralton Medical Clinic and is survived by her husband of 32 years, Joe Duby, son Taylor Duby, and two granddaughters, all of Springfield. Her mother, Margaret Faulkner Olliger of Atkins, and one sister, among others. Funeral service for Cheryl Ann Olliger Duby will be held this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Darwin Barnhouse and Brother Mike Atkinson officiating. Burial will be at Kilgore Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Robert Bob Arnold Norman, age 73 of Saugahatchee, died Tuesday, December 7th. He was a member of First United Methodist Church in Brinkley, where he grew up and spent the majority of his life before moving to a farm in Saugahatchee. He was involved in planning Brinkley High School Class of 1966 reunions each year. He is survived by his wife, Brenda Norman of Saugahatchee, two sons, Bill Norman and Jeff Norman, four grandchildren, and a brother, among others. Visitation will be this afternoon from 2 until 3 o'clock at Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home Chapel in Moralton, with memorial services following at 3 at the chapel by Brother Jimmy Dale Jones. Memorial donations may be made to Arkansas Children's Hospital. Arrangements are by Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. 
Ronald Byron Packle, age 57, of Saugahatchee, died on Wednesday, December 1st. Survivors include his wife, Ann Beth Packle of Saugahatchee, son Brian Packle of Iowa, two stepdaughters, Robin Clinton of Cabot and Stacy Yetzik of Cabot, mother Vela Ruth Henderson Packle of Alma, eight grandchildren, one brother, one sister, and a host of friends and family. Funeral services for Ronald Byron Packle will be held this morning at 10 at the Harris Chapel. A graveside committal will follow at 2 p.m. at Gill Cemetery in Van Buren. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Dulcie Ann Hilburn Wise, age 87, of Houston, died on Thursday, December 9th. She was a member at Pleasant Valley General Baptist Church and is survived by her sons, Larry Wise of Conway, Ricky D. Wise of Houston, and Randy Wise of Bigelow. Daughters Martha Ann Zulpo of Wye Mountain and Karen Howell of Houston. Eleven grandchildren, 33 great-grandchildren, and five great-great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Dulcie Ann Hilburn Wise will be held Tuesday, December 14th at 10 a.m. at Pleasant Valley General Baptist Church with grandson Cameron Wise and brother Billy Zulpo officiating. Burial will be at Oak Grove Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at the funeral home. Coming up on 737, it's fair and 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 62 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 739, it's fair and 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. At least two people were killed in northeast Arkansas when tornadoes struck several states in the region Friday night. Governor Asa Hutchinson said Saturday, one person at Monette Manor Nursing Home in Monette and another person inside a Dollar General store in Leachville died as twisters struck the area. The storms also hit a candle factory in Kentucky and an Amazon facility in Illinois. Hutchinson said it is remarkable that more people were not killed, noting that Kentucky's governor has said the death toll in that state may surpass 100. What's unusual is, from my perspective, is the length of the damage and and how many cities that it touched and communities that it touched as it was uh, going uh, through the state of Arkansas and continuing on into uh, other states as well. And probably the most remarkable thing is that there's not a greater loss of life. The governor has declared a state of emergency to help state agencies provide as much assistance with the cleanup and response as possible. Members of the Conway County Sheriff's Office, the Moralton Police Department, and other law enforcement agencies brought smiles to the faces of 73 children from Conway County Saturday as officers held their annual Shop with a Cop event, spending the day shopping with children at the Moralton Walmart to help make their Christmas a little brighter. Law enforcement officers helped provide the money for the gifts 
by paying to grow beards during no-shave November, but the event would not be possible, Sheriff Mike Smith says, without support from the community through donations and a gun raffle that's held in the fall each year. We raised uh, just a little over $30,000. Biggest year we've had, almost double what we've done last year. We couldn't do it without our, our community supports. Just the people that come out and box tickets uh, that make this possible. In addition to buying Christmas gifts for the children, the officers also provided meals for the families of those children. The success of the Shop with a Cop program has grown each year, and the sheriff hopes it will continue to grow so even more kids and families can get the help they need. Approval of the 2022 budget, approval to advertise for street paving bids, and a resolution expressing the willingness of the city to utilize state aid street monies highlight the agenda for tonight's monthly meeting of the Moralton City Council, the group's final regular meeting of the year. Also on the agenda, approval of reappointments to the Sanitary Board and the Airport Commission, a resolution declaring December 22nd a holiday, approval to accept a bid from Brinson Sons for the City Hall HVAC system, and a resolution to affix liens for the cleanup of three private properties. The meeting is set to start at 6 p.m. at Moralton City Hall. The South Conway County School District's Board of Education has a short agenda for its monthly meeting tonight. In addition to recognition of achievements, the only items under new business are a petition for student transfers and two personnel matters. That meeting also starts at 6 p.m. It'll be held at the superintendent's office in Moralton. Meanwhile, the Atkins School Board meets in regular session tonight. That'll be in the district's administration office. An Arkansas Tech University student from Moralton is one of 66 individuals who will take the stage in an upcoming concert at Carnegie Hall in New York City as part of the ATU Symphonic Wind Ensemble. Maya Maines will be one of the five band members on the saxophone for the performance. The Carnegie Hall concert is set to begin at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Wednesday, December 15th. Bands from Cabot High School and Russellville High School will also perform as part of the show. The program, the ATU Symphonic Wind Ensemble, will take to Carnegie Hall, includes Celebration by ATU music faculty member Philip Parker, a Copeland suite of music by Aaron Copeland, Soul from Concerto for Wind Ensemble by Kevin Day, and A Lincoln Address by Vincent Parachetti. Following an intermission, the performance will continue with My Jesus, Oh What Anguish by Johann Sebastian Bach, arranged by Alfred Reed, and the third movement of Symphony No. 8 by David Maslanka. The number of active cases of coronavirus in Conway County decreased slightly over the weekend. The Arkansas Department of Health reports there are now 80 active cases in the county, a reduction of two from Friday. There are still 32 active cases in Perry County, with no change reported in that number from Friday. Perry County did record its 23rd COVID-related death over the weekend. There have still been 46 deaths reported in Conway County. Statewide, the death toll is up to 8,848 as of Sunday afternoon, and the number of active cases in the state sits at 8,085. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. Due to a staff shortage, the Conway County Library's bookmobile is not running routes for the foreseeable future. Moralton's First United Methodist Church will present its annual Festival of Lessons and Carols candlelight service tonight at 7. The service will include the reading of scripture and congregational singing, as well as a cappella and accompanied works sung by the chancel choir. 
All are invited, admission is free, a nursery will be provided, and refreshments will be served following the service. The Wonderview School Board meets Tuesday night at 6 in the boardroom. The Moralton Lodge of Freemasons meets Tuesday night at 7. Moralton Knights of Columbus Council 5209 will meet Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Wednesday is the deadline for producers to report planted and prevented fall-seeded small grains through the Farm Service Agency. Producers in Conway, Perry, and Faulkner counties are asked to contact the FSA office in Moralton at 501-354-2000, extension 2, to schedule an appointment. And the City of Moralton will sponsor an Arkansas Blood Institute blood drive Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Moralton City Hall. All donors will receive a long-sleeve t-shirt and a free COVID-19 antibody test. To schedule an appointment to donate, you can visit arkbi.org. Well, if you're just tuning in or if you're wondering how you can time shift your listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, we invite you to sign up for our free podcast. Search for KVOM on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, or SoundCloud. You can find it on our website or our free mobile app and listen when it's convenient to you. KVOM's weekday morning News Watch podcast is now streaming and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 745, fair and 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning news watch continues in just a moment when Eric Tyler will have our sports and weather. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Junior Cheyenne Kemp scored 11 points. And seniors Grace Brown and Allie Go Dunlap each scored 10 to lead Marlton's senior girls basketball team to a 46-35 victory over Sylvan Hills in the championship game of the Petty Jean Classic, sponsored by Petty Jean Beats at Devil Dog Arena on Saturday. The win is the eighth consecutive for the Lady Devil Dogs, who improved their record to 8-2. Marlton's boys claimed third place in the tournament with a 57-47 win over Greenbrier on Saturday. Senior Joseph Pinion led the Devil Dogs with 26 points and 13 rebounds, while sophomore Corey Mosley followed with 13 points in the team's sixth win of the season against three losses. Monmel won the boys' championship with a win over Valonia on Saturday. Marlton starts 4A4 conference play tonight with games at Dardanelle. They'll play junior high and senior high games tonight, starting with junior girls game at 4 p.m., followed by junior boys, then senior girls and senior boys. In a battle of unbeatens in 1A4 conference play, it was Wonderview's senior boys who prevailed over Guy Perkins 82-78 in overtime on Friday night in Guy. Senior Caleb Squires led the way for Wonderview with 37 points. Junior Tyler Gottsmoner added 20, and junior Sam Reynolds put in 12 for the Daredevils. The win keeps the Daredevils not only unbeaten in conference play at 5-0, but undefeated overall on the season at 16-0. Wonderview's senior girls improved to 13-3 overall, 4-1 in the conference, with a 51-14 win over the Lady Thunderbirds. Sophomore Riley Gottsmoner led the Lady Daredevils with 14 points. Sophomore Deasia Simpson followed with 10. Wonderview also won the junior boys game 39-35 behind 16 points from Lawson Cooksey. 
Guter Avery Petgill scored 25 points, and Sacred Hearts Senior Boys picked up their second conference win of the season at Friday night, 58-27 over Western Yaw County in Marlton. Guter Jack Pull added 20 points and 10 rebounds for the Knights, who are now 2-3 in the 1A4. In Senior Girls action, Senior Riley Oliver scored 17 points as the Lady Knights bounced back from consecutive conference losses to beat the Lady Wolverines at 62-43. Senior Carly Cooper added 13 points, and Junior Emmanuel had 10 for the Lady Knights, who improved to 3-2 in the 1A4. Sacred Hearts Junior Boys got 13 points from Rowdy Warren and 11 from Landon Owens in a 37-20 victory. Sacred Heart plays at Wonderview tonight for 1A4 conference action. Junior girls play at 5 p.m. followed by senior girls and senior boys. And we'll have the broadcast of the two senior high games for you live right here on KVOM starting around 6 o'clock. Nemo Vista's senior girls defeated Concord for the second time this season on Friday, getting a 55-17 non-conference win over the Lady Pirates to improve their record to 10-4. Concord won the senior boys game 68-60, dropping the Red Hawks record to 6-8. Nemo Vista returns to 1A4 conference play on Tuesday against Guy Perkins. Devontae Davis scored a career-high 26 points, but the 12th-ranked Arkansas men's team was obliterated by Oklahoma 88-66 on Saturday in Tulsa. The loss is the first of the season for the Razorbacks, who are off until they play Hofstra next Saturday in North Little Rock. The Arkansas women's team won its third consecutive game inside Bud Walton Arena on Sunday, doubting Little Rock 73-39. The 9-2 Razorbacks will take on Central Arkansas this Saturday. Look at weather now at 751 on KVOM. We've got humidity right now at 93%. Southeast winds at 5 miles per hour. American pressure 30.3 inches. Low temperature this morning, 25 degrees. High yesterday was 54. A year ago today, the low was 30 with a high of 44. No rain the last uh, 24 hours or over the weekend. Did not get any rain here at the KVM Studios from those storms uh, Friday night. You just missed our area here, I believe. Uh, rainfall for the year still at 42.88 inches. Our sunset this evening is 5 o'clock. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.11. And forecast calls for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 62 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight. Slight chance of overnight showers lower around 44. Then 30% chance of rain Tuesday. High near 66. Then we're... Back into the low 70s for highs on Wednesday with mostly cloudy skies. And then chance of showers and thunderstorms, about 70% chance for Wednesday night. And into Thursday, good chance of rain also on Friday. Right now, fair skies, 32 degrees in Morelton at 7.52 on KVOM Newswatch. Continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.